Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum. I'm your host, the one and only Joe Williams, and I am here with my good friend Erica Jane from the Ketchikan Museum. How are you doing this morning, Erica? I'm doing well. It's uh, nice and brisk out, and it definitely does feel like, uh, you know, fall has finally arrived. It's such a beautiful day. I went out this morning, and I couldn't help but to notice that the fabulous 55 North Bakery is open again after Ooh. their long month hiatus. <laughs> so I have my Americana, which is which they roast themselves. Uh, a, a, a little um, shameless promo for oh. 55 North. Well, yes, and for those of you who are only listening here, and you know that that aroma is definitely you know permeating oh the uh, studio here. So I've uh, been oof. craving it. I've been needing it. It's a whole situation. <laughs> so, Erica, there's a lot going on with the museum right now. I'm very excited to really dig into a lot of it. So we're here to talk about right now the museum midday starting up soon. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. We already had um, our first one of the season was with uh, Alma Manabet. Parker, and she was talking a little bit more about, um, uh, you know, the the initiatives with the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition, or, you know, um, everything that they're doing in programs and things. Um, but we're really excited. So that was October. Uh, and believe it or not, we're already into November. So crazy. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, uh, at Thursday, that's tomorrow, uh, at noon at the Tongas Historical Museum, um, we'll be hosting our second and it's really exciting to have these be in person again. Um, you know, that dynamic of live and in person is something that we, uh, I think we missed a lot. And I think the community missed a lot. Very good. And, and is this only the second one in person? Because I know they've yes. been virtual for over a year or two, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for the last two and a half years, actually, we've been virtual. Um, so yeah, it's back in person. Um, but for those of you who, you know, either you can't make it, um, I mean, it's noon to one, which works with a lot of people's lunch hours, but sometimes it doesn't work out for folks to come and visit us for the, these presentations. Um, but this program with the American Legion um, that's happening tomorrow at noon, uh, if you can't make it in person, uh, you can always, after the fact, we, we edit and we post them on our uh, Ketchikan Museum's YouTube channel. So uh, it's always a way to plug into past programs, uh, see what you've missed without fear of missing out. You know, uh, you can always plug in there. Very good. And there are so many things happening. I was talking to uh, Ryan McHale um, a week or two ago, and he was saying, oh, can, can we even talk about this on the air? There's like some kind of... Uh, so our curator of exhibits, uh, Ryan McHale, yeah, always, we're always working forward on different projects and things, uh, you know, whether it's the next featured exhibit um, or updates that are happening at either of our facilities. So there's always a lot to plug into. So I don't know, you, you can allude to things and I'll either deny it or uh, there's confirm a, it. There's a cool thing happening with someone whose name rhymes with Maypole. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's something that, uh, you know, we'll be able to, I think there's stirrings in the community. People know kind of what's mm -hmm. coming up. Um, but yeah, our new featured exhibit in March um, that you're alluding to, uh, we'll have more information about that. Uh, and people can definitely plug into and, and be the first ones to know. If, if you're not in the know, like uh, Joe Williams is, not in the know. <laughs> um, we have uh, information like that that's uh, on our newsletter. So um it's actually one I, I'm pretty impressed by uh, our community and how frequently they actually open our e-newsletter. Uh, I know that's one of those things like we track. We're like, is this is this worthwhile? And it's like, wow, people actually really enjoy opening and seeing what we're up to. Um, and so that e-newsletter, uh, you know, we've got information about upcoming events and things. Uh, we definitely do tease what the new exhibits might be. Uh, so, you know, things to check out there, too. Um, and what's really cool, too, is we're always like thinking forward. So Ryan, our, our exhibits team, 
um, they're always looking to say, you know, what's our next featured exhibit? So right now we're still um, hosting the Sustaining Community, How We Gather and Why It Matters. Mm, Beautiful. And that'll be through January. So each of our featured exhibits is, um, you know, basically a year long. We we open in March uh, and then it runs through January of the next year. Nice. Um, So we're always planning, you know, with our strategic plan and things, you know, thinking forward five years of, you know, what's next. Um, And I know one of those things that we are starting to plan too is uh, in 2026 looking at really exploring the history and the people involved in our working waterfront. So that's such part of our community here. And so that's going to be a really cool exhibit too. Yes. I really love the community exhibit. I was there for the uh, grand opening and was so fun just seeing the different people who I know personally and just different people throughout the, the eras of Kesha Khan who has really, who have really made this place what it is like a place of true community and of true celebration of well, art and culture and you've been part of that too so i mean whether you're only here for a couple of years you're a seasonal just here for the season and you come back and back um it's really cool to see yourself reflected in the exhibit so i know uh, you were one of our interviewees uh, like so mm-hmm. many different community members and folks that we really we wanted to learn about how you connect to and how you're part of the community around you and i know you're plugged into so many different things uh, here in ketchikan so uh, what was that like it was it was really cool, like uh, seeing, um, uh, like for example, Loud and Queer magazine, which I'm a founding member of, and just different things on exhibit, and just being out there and just seeing how this town has has evolved and how it's always evolving and how it draws in people to help it evolve and to move through and and just to be a part of something special. This place is special. Yeah, and I think that's, um, you know, that's reflected too, like in the Museum Midday Program. So that's um, once a month, the first Thursday of the month, we invite someone to present a program or a presentation and we get to really um, get curious and learn more about some of these different community groups that are in the area. So I I mentioned we talked with Alma Manabet Parker and the Wellness Coalition, um, you know, Ketchikan Wellness Coalition last month. Um, This month, it's all about the American Legion. And I didn't know how long they had really been here. I'm sure we're all going to learn a lot more tomorrow. Um, but they've been, they were founded, they've been here more than a hundred years. Wow. Um, you know, just looking in the archive of some of the different auxiliary groups and different, um, you know, projects and programs and things. Um, I know I'm always seeing their name doing a fundraiser or supporting or doing these different things. And it's just that really compounds over the years. So uh, the groups and things that you're involved with every single day um, really do have a lasting impact on the community and the people who live here. And so I really am enjoying seeing that reflected in these museum midday programs of people being able to, to celebrate the work that they're currently doing, but also to reflect back and really kind of see like, whoa, like, you know, for the American Legion, they've been here a hundred years or, uh, you know, the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition of like, hey, we just just had the second annual Phil Am Festival. It was like 600 people the first year, 800 people the second year. It's like, what is next year going to bring? um, And really, how does that impact the community and how we're going to like think back on things in 25, 50 years, you know? Wow, that's incredible. Uh, So let's uh, move on and talk a bit about the open craft. Oh, yeah. So uh, yesterday, it feels like, uh, you know, you're getting me in the middle of things. So yesterday was open craft. Tomorrow's museum midday. Uh, You know, we're starting classes today. um, But uh, Tuesdays in November, uh, we've restarted again in person our open craft nights. Wow. Um, so this is at the Totem Heritage Center. So if you're working on your um, Northwest Coast art projects, whether you're doing a design project, you're doing some regalia and beading, um, you know, you're more than welcome to come out uh, Tuesdays from 6 to 9 p.m. and just work in uh, a group of other like-minded folks who are also working on their own projects. Um, of course, during the month of November, we won't have our wood shop open. Um, we we 
usually have quite a few projects and things that are going down there. Um, but we're actually doing some refurbishing and, and kind of uh, reorganizing and cleaning up of that shop area. So uh, those who do join us for Open Craft Night, um, the wood shop is closed for November, but we're looking to, uh, you know, get that space even more usable for those who, you know, need to come in and work on projects. And I love that you guys provide a space for that. There are so many artists in this community who do so many so many different things from, from the native art and the totem uh, poles and just different things. Sure. So having that space and having those resources are invaluable. I want to take a quick moment to shout out our sponsor KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. It's such a hard <laughs> word for me to say. Wizard, wizard, wizard. Uh, it's so much fun. Um, have you been to his shop? I have. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, you know, geologics and, uh, you know, rock hounding and that sort of thing. And it's always kind of cool and quirky to see the different shops and things that are here in town. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if you haven't had a chance, uh, I guess that's a, we could give a shout out to the radio station here, too. I'm um, talking about some of these different small businesses that have existed. Um, you all, the the radio station here, actually uh, recently donated some business cards from some of these past, I'm sure, I imagine people who've been sponsors of different programs and projects or, uh, you know, people just giving you their business card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really cool record of kind of who has been here with some of that essential information. And so um, it's a credit to the radio station here. Thank you all so much for thinking of us uh, and being able to add to our research collection in making that donation of some of those business cards. Uh, and I imagine in the stack, if we don't already have one from the the Gemini Crystal Wizard, we need a business card. So. We, we need one. <laughs> we need one. You know what? Speaking of the history of this station, um, being one of the um, people, curators, people at the, at the museum, what do you know about this radio station's tie to Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard? Oh, okay. You asked me this like mm-hmm. literally the first time I came on and it has not, it did not saturate into my brain. Uh, and I have to, I have to say, you know, working in programming, I get to learn so much about so many different cool things. Um, but the strength and power of our research uh, is really our our collections group. Uh, I know people say collections, and you get worried about like someone coming and taking your things. Um, but our collections, uh, they work with our collections, so with our archives, so with um, our research and our material and things. Uh, and so, man, they're the people to bring in for the trivia about uh, uh, yeah. L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology and the radio station. So, so hit us here again. I, I don't know. I'm always curious about it. So uh, for those who don't know, L. Ron Hubbard lived in Ketchikan for a little bit when he was, uh, he, he, he had found success as an author at this time and he was um, stranded in Ketchikan for a while and he had a broadcast here in the KTKN station where we're sitting right now. And uh, so this is a Scientology holy site and I theorize that Ketchikan has like a secret Scientology society. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, like now I'm curious, like does that, uh, that, uh, you know that airing does that exist somewhere or, or like how did how did you guys find out about this well so um, this was what, two three years ago there was a whole Scientology convention okay and they and they came here so that's how I found found out about that and then we actually have a bunch of his books in the station um, that talk about Ketchikan he, he wrote books about Ketchikan there's this whole thing um, but yeah it's, it's, it's pretty interesting I haven't really done much research about it myself but uh, uh, when the Scientology convention came I think they actually uh, contacted first city players to do a live reading of his book about Ketchikan 
There you, hey, there you go. It's all these connections yeah. uh, and all the ways that you don't expect to hear about Ketchikan and then Ketchikan appears. It's like serendipity, but the Ketchikan edition, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so uh, let's go into the call for artists. Yeah, so I mean, like I said, there's so many really cool opportunities out there. And um, one, if, if this, you know, if this, if this is you or someone you know, um, so Princess Cruise Lines, we, we work with like a lot of different groups who come up into the area. And of course, with our Native Arts Studies program classes, um, we have a lot of connection with, uh, you know, upcoming students and uh, our teachers and culture bearers are fantastic and are always sharing, um, you know, their culture and their art. Um, and Princess Cruise Lines is actually looking for a presenter, um, a Southern Southeast Alaska Native artist to um, share their culture and art um, through presentations and demonstrations on board. Um, so if, in, if you're in that kind of like piques your interest, uh, please do contact Anita Maxwell, our director. Um, you can reach her at uh, 907-228-5705 um, and get that information. But it seems like it's such a great opportunity. Um, you'd be flying to Seattle and then traveling back on the boat and catch, you know, to catch a can for over that two or three days um, and presenting and sharing your art and, and culture. Um, so if that's something that appeals to you or you think would be a really cool uh, opportunity for someone you know who's a, a Northwest Coast artist, uh, please do give us a call and we can, you know, get people in contact with who they need to be in contact with but um, I think it's always really cool to see um, when people come off of the boats and they come and visit the Totem Heritage Center uh, you can really you really get a grasp of the the quality of the information that they've gotten if it's been good <laughs> when, right, they, right. when they visit because uh, people really do they want to connect with where they're visiting um, I know we're done with the you know the summer tour season but um, looking forward it's always great to see those people who really connect and want to know where it is that they're visiting and that they do that through the museums is really great too and that's really, really cool. And it's such a big opportunity for uh, for people to share um, their culture and their art because uh, this is this year was my first year actually working directly with the um, tourism side of of Ketchikan. I worked for the Lumberjack Show throughout the uh, year, and I got to meet so many people from all over the world. So you do meet lots of people from everywhere, and to be able to share that culture with people from so many diverse backgrounds has to be just invaluable for any artist who wants to share that part of, of who they are. Yeah, I mean, we, we have so many really great students and instructors, um, and that's another thing I'll definitely shout out. Um, so we recently had an open house, uh, and we were able to share our new instructor-student case. Um, and some of our new, um, you know, museum acquisitions there as well. And um, you can visit us in person and see that case. It's also online. So um, going to KetchikanMuseums.org and, and taking a look at that virtual exhibit of the instructor student case, you can see some really fantastic work from, um, you know, current and past instructors, as well as some of those students who um, really are living their culture, they're learning their art. Um, and just seeing that on display and being able to celebrate that is just fantastic. I love, I love that it's online. I love that we get to see it in person every single day and um you know we're talking about the open craft night um it's actually in our classroom space that case so to have students and just people who are working on projects being in that space at the totem heritage center um surrounded by all this uh you know objects and, and art and everything on display um it really is a different atmosphere than you know trying to go at your project alone so um you know come and see the instructor student case see it online see it whenever you're doing open craft nights on tuesdays from six to nine um you know there's all these different ways to really plug in and get connected 
Beautiful, beautiful. And speaking of plugging in and getting connected, the virtual exhibit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they're they're online. Um, so again, that KetchikanMuseums.org. Um, it's a really great way to to learn more. So whenever you're at the museum, um, you know, often there's there's just so much to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, and we have limited space as well. So um, some of these additional stories or, um, you know, the history behind an object, we're able to explore a little bit further in that online virtual space, um, especially with things for like Artifact of the Month. So um, this month we're actually featuring um, and celebrating uh, on display at the Totem Heritage Center is uh, Selena Paradovich's uh, ANS, uh, Alaska Native Sisterhood Sash. Um, and so just being able to see that object in person and then really celebrate and see the work she did um, personally and then, you know, just the impact of the ANB and ANS just in general. I mean, that's another thing of more than 100 years of being, you know, here in Alaska and advocating for indigenous rights and just everything that um, everyone who's been involved in that organization over the years has really undertaken. Uh, again, it's one of those things where you you plant the seeds and you really don't know what your impact is going to be in the moment. Um, but looking back on all of that work, um, it's just, it's amazing how far uh, different, you know, different things have come over those years. And so that's another one of those things that's online in that virtual exhibit where you can see in person and really celebrate. So uh, there's so many different ways to connect with the museum. And with that uh, virtual exhibit, uh, can you or do you guys have an archive of past exhibits where you can check that out there and learn more about what what was in the museum but is no longer? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of things to, um, you know, for all that we might have an object on display in an exhibit, um, you know, for that year-long time, we do let our objects rest. So especially if we have, um, you know, a textile or something that's on exhibit, um, we don't want to have that stress on the object. And so it'll go back down into collections. It'll rest a while. Um, but yeah, past exhibits, you'll be able to see. So um, last last year's, uh, you know, Into the Wind Aviation Exhibit is online as a virtual exhibit. Uh, this year's the Sustaining Community Exhibit is online as a virtual exhibit. You know, some of these other ones, um, it's a really great way to kind of tap into past uh, past exhibits. So uh, they might be gone and you can't visit them physically in person anymore, but that information and those objects still do exist online. So, um, yeah, our work is not, uh, you know, it's not a, sh- a splash in the pan uh, over the course of the year. It's something that um, is also available, you know, after that fact. So, yeah gone but not forgotten okay and my last note yes. is the um december art oh yeah the december art walk so uh ketchikan uh area arts and humanities council uh, I'm, i've already started to see signs and windows and things the uh art walk is coming up that first friday uh in december um and so we, we should point out like that thursday our our next uh museum midday so this month of course tomorrow is the american legion uh, and then December, our first uh, museum midday, which is the day before the art walk that Thursday, um, is all about um, Tom Crestini. Well, okay, I can't do last names. Fantastic book, um, <laughs> working boats. Uh, everyone has probably seen his work. I know he has his book um, on sale now at Parnassus, at Sully Munchkins. Um, he shows his work in, I think, Star Wars and... Uh, so people are going to be like, Erica, you knew this going in. You knew what it was. Uh, but he has a really great um, eye for drawing just 
the most cool cutaway boats of, uh, you know, kind of like those scientific magazines you'd get as a kid and you had the cutaway and it would tell you like, how are things like, how are they built? How do they work? Um, And so we'll be featuring him as our museum midday uh, presenter on Thursday, that first Thursday in December. And then the artwork art walk on Friday uh, is going to be a celebration of us uh, sharing our virtual exhibit all about um, uh, old wooden boats or our history afloat, uh, where we have a, a collection of photography done by Brooke Ratzett and oral histories. Love um, Brooke. Oh, Brooke is, she's so fantastically talented. Um, and what I think is cool too, is one of those boats that she took great photos of, and again, did oral history with, um, is the Alsec. And Tom, that was one of the boats when he comes up here and he's a, uh, you know, fishing in Alaska. He's a fisherman in Alaska. I think he's been doing it for the past 20 years now. Um, worked on the boat. So like there's that connection. Uh, and then, you know, just celebrating his boat, uh, his work, uh, you know, history afloat, old wooden boats. That's really our drive for that uh, winter art walk. Um, and as an added bonus, so that that first Friday in December is also when we open registration for our spring Native Art Studies program classes. So um, we're already, you know, booked uh, full with classes here for the fall. Uh, but if you check our online listing, um, again, at that KejikanMuseums.org uh, to see those upcoming spring classes, that December, uh, that first December, that art walk, um, that Friday is the first time that you can register for those spring classes. So if anything appeals to you, uh, make certain you jump on it, whether it's that Friday uh, when we open, you know, we're open one to five uh, Tuesday through Saturday. So Friday on that December Friday is the first time you can, you know, register for classes. Um, But yeah, there's so much to plug into. So I think that first Friday, that art walk and that lead up with that Thursday museum midday with Tom um, is really going to be a celebration for us of all things nautical. uh, And then also, of course, getting registered for classes in the spring. Yes, yes. I love, love, love the art walk and, and really it's just all the arts that happen in Ketchikan um, during the slower season, the mm-hmm. winter time when everyone has a well, bit more free time. It's not slow. Let's call it right, 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 right. Non, non-tourist the, 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 the non-tourist season, exactly, <laughs> where we get to really dig into what, what we're really all about. Because Ketchikan oh, yes. is, uh, by and large, I, I feel an arts community an arts community. There's so many people here who just do so many phenomenal things in the arts. And I'm just, so, just, I'm just grateful that we have all of, all of those things going on. I'm sad I'm going to miss it this year. So I, for those who don't know, I'm going to be leaving on Sunday and going to Nashville for the winter. But I'll be back in April. And, and um, I'm excited to really dig back into all of that. I'm, uh, I'm going to miss wearable arts and everything. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so do we have anything else today? Um, no, I think I would just say, you know, of course, we're, we're into our winter hours so uh you can come and visit us you know publicly open from uh tuesday to saturday 1 to 5 p.m but of course uh, staff is still available and on site so if you need to arrange a visit ahead of that time for the vip experience the vip experience (laughs) yes uh just give us a call uh you can reach us uh, at the totem heritage center that's numbers 225 uh five nine zero zero so uh you know reach out to us we're online uh we've got our different socials and everything you know plug into our youtube channel and our facebook and our insta and all of that um but yeah there's just so many different ways to plug in and be part of community um so whether you're an art uh enthusiast or you're an art student um or you're just someone who appreciates um you know learning more about your area and your surroundings definitely think about plugging into the museum this winter 
Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Erica Jane. It's always such a pleasure. You know, I think this is the only, this is the second time I've actually seen your face. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. We, we would always have the uh, masks. Um, yeah, so it's always a pleasure talking to you and, and hearing about the different things happening in the museum. And it's always a pleasure being on the air with you guys here on the First City Forum, brought to you by KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. I got it that uh-huh. time. And, uh, and uh, I'm your host, Joe Williams, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye.